0: Hey there! Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits, brought to you by the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz. Uh, it is the 9th today, it is a Sunday, as typical. Um, tonight in the house, we have bagel. Aloha. Liza. Hey. Uh, Adrian. Hello. This is Nick. Uh, Rich. Hello. Uh, Anya. Pretty Yeah. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> uh, David. Buongiorno. Zach. Yeah. Hello. Andrew. good evening. And Josh. Yo. <laughs> so, a lot to talk about tonight. Again. Take two. Wait, this isn't yeah. Groundhog Day, is it? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. We've been recording for a few minutes told a few funny stories and i went off on a long rant
2: yeah and so that's you're That's okay you it feel better
1: i feel better so we're just gonna retell the highlights now yes. that i just got that off my chest which will give more time to talk about the good stuff yeah, today
2: zach went
0: dirt biking he enjoyed it it was fun i did and
1: and um yeah so yes yesterday a bunch of us went dirt biking took zach for the first time yes Bagel. bagel for
3: the
4: first time yeah no
1: for the first time um fun was had jake broke the xl 175
4: in a quite epic fashion <laughs>
1: yeah tore off the sprocket the sprocket mounting which bolts took out the were hub shorn off. And yeah all four of them they're well, Chinese. Not just shorn, they
3: were ripped out of the hub.
2: Yeah. God. <laughs> Bagel. I want to see when you get dirt bike tires on that Vespa. I want to go so, and watch you. <coughs> plan ride. to build a dirt Vespa one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see that.
1: All right. So, so we went dirt biking, and Bagel, we want to hear your version of how did it go? Your first time on dirt? Well, I'd say all in all, it went pretty good. Um,
3: I had got a pretty good feel for it, and uh, it was it was very different from what I'm used to.
1: Were you, uh, were you scared? I, I was a little scared <laughs> at first. It <laughs> wasn't
3: too bad. It was just it was just a little uncomfortable and not well, not uncomfortable, but unfamiliar. Put it that way. Right. Um, the 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 balance of a dirt bike is completely different from a scooter. Um, I'm used to having the weight way down and behind me, not right. up high and in front of me. So it was it was a lot of getting used to, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I uh, took it around the parking lot at first and kind of got, got the feel for it, then started going out on some of the trails. And uh, then Douglas and I and uh, and who was Zach. it? Zach.
1: Jake, Zach, it yeah. Josh.
3: And uh, we went, well, it was uh, Douglas, Zach, and I went out. And um, we're going along, kind of switching off, and uh, it was going pretty good at first and um you know having a little bit of fun going over some of the woods <laughs> and then one at one one point douglas kind of took off up this hill and i'm like okay well I, if he wins he's going up the hill i guess he wants us to follow so i just went up and i was in like second gear and about halfway up the hill it just bogged down and then just died and i'm just like oh shit <laughs> and yeah. the bike's starting to roll back and i've got my feet trying to like balance it on the ground tippy toe, so I can't put my foot on the brake the handbrake's not doing any good at all and I'm just sliding oh. backwards down the hill I'm like shit can I keep it upright all the way back down I don't know it's going faster oh shit I'm going over it. and boom landed on my shoulder and my head and sliding along the dirt you, you did a very graceful backwards summer backwards summer, summer. thank you I, I tried my best and and tried to fling myself off of the bike when I knew all was lost and, yeah. and uh, managed to L- of dirt came out of your helmet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I collected a lot of dirt in my helmet. Uh, didn't didn't hurt anything, thankfully. Um,
1: Let me give you a tip, um, because if you're using just a front brake, it's just going to slide. Oh, I know. If you I can't know. reach the front. The rear brake. Yep. Do you know how else to get the rear wheel to stop moving?
3: Dump the bike on its side. No. Dump
1: the clutch. <laughs> let the clutch out. Well, that's true. It took well, the, me but, a well, while to figure well, that out. Well,
3: if I was in first gear, that would have worked. <clears throat> um, the problem was that it was it was in second gear, and it was... It, well, the bike had... Well, I guess it, if the engine... Oh, actually, it was still, yeah. it was still running. Okay. So I don't know what happened. I just, I just lost all power, and I must have just reflexively grabbed the clutch then mm-hmm. or something. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I suppose I could have let it out and stalled it, and that could have save my bacon somewhat but
1: um, yeah, it's one of those things we don't think about as street riders Yeah, you don't think about using the clutch as a brake I do it every I, time I go <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean I, I, I do use I mean, when, I, when I ride a clutch bike I mean I have used the clutch you know sometimes not not so much as a brake per se but I mean engine braking yes mm-hmm. clutch as a brake is a little bit different but um, yeah so I pick myself up after that and just kind of shook it off and and we had for Doug to circle back and he found us and we continued on and and I made very uh, made, made sure not to go up any hills that were steeper than I thought I could climb
1: I'd like to mm. tell you in his in his defense he says, I thought those guys were smart enough not to follow me and to take the easier path. Nope. Yes. Right.
4: Um, <laughs> because, yeah, they've been there many times and know where all the paths lead. <laughs> right, exactly.
3: Right. Because this is my not only my first time there, but my first time on an actual dirt bike. <laughs> um, so I don't know the machine. I don't know I the know. trails. I don't know the, the skills that are needed, really. <clears throat> I mean, I've ridden maybe... Uh, I, I don't know, maybe seventy miles on dirt in my life, all on street bikes, and so I don't think that quite counts. Um, I was I was thinking that Doug was going to be our fearless leader and was going to take us take us somewhere to show us the ropes and and you know guide us along the path but i didn't realize that we were going to go up the wall of death straight into a pool of sharks that's right (laughs) satan follow me to the the end of hell but to my credit i did follow him without questioning
5: for for future (laughs) future
6: reference i did relate that story to someone at the garage today and they were like yeah i never followed doug is that me (laughs) might have been you yeah
1: Yeah, and and Zach, you acclimated pretty quick. I was actually pretty pissed that, like, after about twenty minutes of instruction, you were faster than me on the track. I'm very bitter about that.
4: (laughs) Ah, the follies of youth. I I come from the (laughs)
6: frozen
7: north. I'm used to not having too much traction on the road. (laughs) I
1: hate these people who have no fear gene.
7: You know what it is? It's his manly mustache. I'm actually yes. a little bit jealous.
1: <laughs> yes, that must be it. Um, so Bagel, are you but gonna? you do still have the full
4: lumbersexual beard going on there.
7: <laughs> it's because it's because
1: lumbersexual.
7: <laughs> it's because I'm engaged to a Russian. I have to look the part. Ah, okay, yeah, that's right. I'm gonna use that every day. You have the Ushanka. Yeah? every day. Just checking.
1: So Bagel, you want to try writing again, or did you get your fill?
3: I think I would definitely try it again. Um, <clears throat> I. I think i'm going to need a little bit more instruction and a little bit more of a learning curve to, to get up to speed but um yeah it was it was a lot of fun and i even even though in the, the <coughs> one little jaunt i did out on the trails i i think i learned a bit uh, you know a little bit about uh, how how dirt riding goes and how it how to mm-hmm. handle the bike and everything uh which i can i can definitely see how that would would translate into street riding um especially in you know, in, in less than ideal uh, situations on the road or off roads as the case may be. Um, but one thing I have to say is that I am super sore.
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. My my oh, thighs
3: yeah. are screaming at me. Yeah. Um, oh, my I remember shoulders and what that arms. Was like. Are, yeah, it was quite a workout. I, and I wasn't out there that long. I was like maybe riding for less than an hour, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it did a number on me. I, I, I knew I was done when my, when I started
6: getting leg cramps. Every time I kickstarted the bike, I would kickstart it, my leg would lock straight. And I had to bring right. it back in and try yeah. again until I finally got it
4: started. I think first time we took Liza out, um, oh. it was three days that you couldn't walk.
1: Oh, I rode a total of... I, I was done by lunchtime. And, yeah, my legs were jelly, and I vowed to never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah, I think buddy, uh, Jake two actually collapsed later. Yeah. the next day. Yeah. My Jake's and I first used time? To call she, like,
8: yeah. My buddies and I used to call it phantom bruise syndrome, where the next two days later, <laughs> hey, wait, where'd that bruise come from? Yeah. <laughs> the same
3: thing. Did I screw up my ankle? No, it's no. okay. Wow. So, so what you're saying is I'm actually doing pretty good for my first time?
1: Yeah, I mean, we all go through that. But amazingly, the second time I rode, I wasn't as sore. And the third time I rode, I wasn't sore at all. It's like it really happens pretty quick.
3: Well, it's good. I mean, I guess it's because it's you're using muscles you don't normally use. And yeah, The, the bruising toughens you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just don't makes fall again. Hard that, in size. That which doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Yeah. So, That's you, stars. Nishi. <clears throat> that too.
1: So I'll I'll recap quickly on my my rants. Oh wait, you got there's a did we do the photo shoot thing? Um, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, this morning we had the opportunity to be uh, we supplied models for a photo shoot for culturedbiker.com. It's a line of t-shirts that Zach is modeling and and Josh and um, they That's used our bikes in the garage and like the nearby railroad tracks and we did hooligan stuff and
4: and our charming personalities.
1: Mm. And, they, and we got coffee and donuts. Really? Yeah.
4: So well paid.
1: Yeah. I know. Pretty good. Um, so yeah, CulturedBiker.com. Um, there's some girls I met uh, last week. Are they local? Uh, they live between mm-hmm. um, Florida and here. Yeah. They've moved out here. <laughs> they go so back so
4: and Colorado. forth. Colorado? Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere between. Yeah, I was exactly. going to say Ohio,
1: actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then uh, Kat bought a DR350 that is a really cool plated street legal dual dual sport sport thing, and she got a super good deal on it.
0: Got it running, too.
1: Brought it here to fix it up, and she actually bought it for her boyfriend, (coughs) who then was actually lackluster about it, and she was pissed that she did all the work to find it, found a good deal. She worked on it, fixed it, got it running, and he was like, uh... So then she was insistent that she would make it her bike, but as I said, she has the inseam of a milk crate, and uh, got into an argument with me about why that would be a good bike, and I kept pointing out why that wouldn't be a good bike, because if you can't reach the ground, and you don't have much riding experience, I'm not going to promote this. And so, after arguing with her over and over...
2: Plus, you're a designated mean person.
1: I was assigned to be the mean person today, yes. Um, I finally said, tell you what, you're right. You haven't even read it. You have to go ride it to know if this is the uh, the right bike for you. Why don't you just take that seat off so you can reach the ground and go out for a ride. okay because she can reach the ground with the seat off
3: my solution was to put scooter wheels on the bike but that's just me
1: so her and megan took off to go uh around the block go right around and oh just a few minutes later megan comes back with a grin on her face and she's like it stopped running she's pushing it back home and and why did it stop running
7: because it's a dr suck ass. Because it sucks
1: ass. <laughs> because she was sitting on the air intake, <laughs>
7: like literally
8: sucking it her butt. Sucked
1: her ass. <laughs>
8: <laughs> the dr six uh, suck butt three fifty eight. Yes, exactly. You usually
7: have to pay uh, extra for that kind of treatment. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> <So> <laughs> uh, I think costs
0: my, you more in the city. <laughs> that's, that's a Craigslist ad right there. <laughs> I think
1: I, I'm going to say I won that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's an awesome bike um just not for her but yeah she was quite insistent but i can just shave the seat down you know i even pointed out her out to her one time because her rear wheel is flat i'm like what do you think's gonna happen you put air in that um it'll ride better and what else is gonna happen it'll get taller yeah by a couple more inches
7: (laughs) well as long as you're keeping the rubber side down do you have to put your feet down
1: You can ride short people can
4: ride large bikes like that. They just need a little bit more experience on how to jump on and off them. Yeah. Yeah. I think she can learn eventually.
3: So, yeah, in yeah. fact, in fact, I can attest to the fact that I, I once up in Oakland saw a guy who was a genuine little person, like probably no more than three feet tall, riding a Piaggio fly scooter. <clears throat> and I was amazed that this guy was able to do it because he would come up to a light and he would literally have to hop mm-hmm. off the bike like with one leg at the light and then and the light turned green he would gun it and jump back on at the same time but he did it it worked huh. hmm.
1: well i told her we'd be having a different conversation after she's been riding for 3 years yeah but since she has a rebel 250 that great bike i okay in general i detest them i'm not I, i'm not good at hiding that fact
4: <laughs> you try
1: except no for she doesn't there okay. she are doesn't. the few cases of people who Are just have short legs. This is the right bike for most people. It is not the right bike, I say, but there are a group of people. It is the right bike. You'd
4: almost say small group of anyone under six foot, (laughs) (laughs) a group of small people,
1: yes. So, um, yeah, and David, what is your inseam now?
7: Um, well, on one side it's eight <laughs> inches, and on the other side, <laughs> significantly less. That's, yeah.
1: that's a good segue. That's not.
7: actually a pretty good and horrible segue. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm gonna roll with that
7: since he's a guy good sense of humor. My favorite it. is what's your height? Well, I'm five seven and five.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, and, so you.
4: Yeah. Everybody's a critic. Yeah.
0: So as if as you haven't guessed, uh, we have David here, uh, a fellow uh, attendee of the garage. Misfit. Who, misfit. A uh, few weeks ago, got himself into a bit of a collision with things. And so he's here to talk about his crash report and, and all the stuff that happened.
1: Yeah, David, we've been talking about your situation yeah. Um Couple of times. Um, I think it- <laughs> last week we talked about your mom's prank.
5: Yep, yep. The, the that was lost, pretty fantastic. Lost and found
1: ad <laughs> you know, for it's,
0: it's pretty awesome that you have a really good sense of humor. But when it first happened, uh, we a lot of us here were really affected by that. We're like, oh shit, we know that guy. You know, like it, yeah. this has happened to our dude. You know, so. So
7: if you want to tell us what's... Uh... Yeah. Um, are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> this time, yes.
5: Wow. Are we? Uh, <laughs> Is this thing on?
7: So, uh, yeah, my mom and I, uh, we left from Costco, and uh, I told my mom, I think I'm going to take Highway 9, because uh, I was still getting used to being back on the bike again. Just got it fixed.
1: Okay, we established you're on the Rebel 250.
7: We're on my you're, Honda Rebel 250. what time? It's 7 p.m., um, September 19th. So, it's still a little bit light out. Oh, yeah, it's it's definitely light out. Um, so, uh, I take Highway 9, and uh, it was a great ride. Um, you know, everything was going smoothly. Um, and then I come to the last straightaway, which runs in front of Henry Cal, doing the speed limit. Uh, so,
1: and let's explain uh, Highway 9 here is a curvy mountain road through the redwoods. Lots of we fun. We love to, ride. to go ride on it. It's yeah. a
7: lot of fun. Very and dangerous.
1: You were actually on a straight away coming right up into town
7: yep I was positioned by the double yellow line so that people on the right could see me and um, you know wearing, uh, wearing pretty visible clothes but as I'm coming up to Henry Cowell a truck pulls into my lane to make a left turn and stops broadside in my lane Um, can't dodge to the right, don't have the space, can't stop, don't have the space, there's nobody in the oncoming lane, so the only thing I can do is pull into the oncoming lane and try to dodge him. And he panicked and hit the gas, and I flew about 25, 30 feet, um, through the air, end over end, cleared the guardrail, and landed in the shoulder. Yeah, Mulch. Um, right next to Redwood Drive across the street. <laughs> wow, Jesus. Um, and the bike slid out and ended up, you know, a little farther down the road. Um, I basically got launched at a 45-degree angle against um, my direction of travel, um, and my leg got smashed between the passenger side headlight of his truck and the motor
1: of my bike. I have to say, as you're describing this, it, it's I feel like I witnessed this because both Adrian and I went up to the crash site just, what, like, the day after? Yeah, the next day. The next day, and we CSI'd the whole scene. We found bloody socks and bits of headlight that said, right, and Mazda, so we knew, like, what part of the car got hit. We found the scrapes in the asphalt. We put it all together, and in our mind, we had a picture of exactly what happened, and as you describe it, it is exactly what we figured out. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's... um... I mean, it's unfortunate.
7: Uh, Yeah, it's... For me, the, the most important thing throughout the entire deal is that I've been keeping a positive attitude. Yep. have um, yes. You got to laugh about it. It's you know, this is my life now. I have to accept it for what it is and move on and figure out how to do all the things that I was doing before. Let me see those pictures. Yeah.
1: There's so many here hasn't seen them yet.
7: Oh, that's yeah. right. Bagel hasn't seen them. Make sure he gets the mic. <laughs> but,
4: you know, yeah, uh, Mic and the bucket. These are, the these bucket are uncensored
7: whatever. pictures, so uh, someone so, hand him a bucket. <laughs> and
1: these pictures were taken by his mother. Yeah,
7: by my okay. mom. So well, uh, Good thing I'm not too squeamish. So basically what happened, I didn't have any head injuries or anything like that. 99% of the damage <clears> was to my leg. Um, Hemma was in good shape. I was fine because I landed in the mulch and cleared the guardrail instead of hitting it. So... I was still aware to be able to tell the people that were around me hey you need to call my mom this is her phone number um, you guys did, need to call did anyone
1: over. take your helmet off?
7: I took my helmet off okay I know a horrible idea <clears throat> I didn't want them to cut it off. <laughs> I worked for Bell. I wanted them to research it.
5: <laughs> uh, nice. I was still going to research That's it. It's a
3: real biker talk.
5: shit, man.
7: <laughs> <laughs> a real biker shit. Well, like, for instance, like, uh, one of the guys I work with um, hit a deer earlier this year, and his <clears> helmet <throat> is actually in our, basically, you know, research and development area. Yeah. And, you know, as part of the lineup, so you, you you can see his helmet, mine's probably up there now, too. Um, and that's what they do, is they, they're they always looking to make helmets better, make them safer, yeah. um, make them more comfortable, so that when people ride, you know, mm. it's less likely that they end up having a bad head injury. But, uh, so as I was sitting there, you know, I'm telling everybody what to do, you know, <coughs> point over to this guy, hey, call my mom, this is her number.
1: Is it true that the driver said something to you? So...
7: I fly through the air, I land on the ground, I get my helmet off, and the driver gets out of his truck and says, "Why didn't you dodge right?" <laughs> <laughs> "Why don't you bite <laughs> me?" <laughs> it gets better. He's wow. a retired nurse. Oh jeez. Sweet. Oh, wow. Awesome. Um <laughs> so uh so the the next part was kind of gnarly cuz um I couldn't see my right leg past my knee. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was bent funny. So I had, <laughs> you guys saw the pictures, I yeah. actually had surrounding people straighten my leg as best they could. And then I could feel the blood flowing. So I knew that the leg had to get tourniqueted. Ooh. There was actually an active duty military personnel there that I was, I pointed wow. over to him, I said, hey, I need you to tourniquet my leg and he comes over and he has a belt like mine it's you know one of the dual <clears throat> double rings that you can really cinch mm-hmm. down so he comes over and he puts on my uh puts on my femur up high on the thigh at this point i didn't realize that my femur was shattered in three places <gasps> <Ooh. laughs>
2: have so, a lot of adrenaline. so my,
7: my right my right femur is broken in three places and i'm having him tourniquet it. and uh so he gets a tourniquet he's like this is gonna hurt him it's gotta get done i can feel Great. myself bleeding. And uh, he's like, okay. So he tourniquets it down. Um, they fly me out to Stanford after, you know, an hour on the ground. Uh, Holy shit.
2: Wow. I got to ask. I hit my shin on a piece of metal and it hurts like hell. <laughs> How did you stay conscious? And yeah, this screaming. Is shock, shock. Shock. Straight yeah.
7: up shock. I, I knew that I was in shock, but it was in functional shock. It was straight up. My body was. Not allowing itself to feel anything. I didn't feel anything. I was sore and my right leg was tense. Like I I felt like I couldn't relax my leg. That's what it felt like. Wow. Um, Which is a godsend because looking at those pictures, if I'd felt what I saw.
3: Probably would have passed out.
7: Oh, yeah. It would not have been good. Um, Wow. Now, the surgery that they did on Monday to close the stump, that's probably what the accident would have felt like. It was not not good. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but yeah, so they, they flew me out to Stanford. They actually did two surgeries that night. They, um, ran a titanium, titanium rod through my femur and screwed that all together. Um, and then of course they amputated, um, below the knee, my right leg. um, then on Monday, they did a... Oh, and in the waiting room, there was about 60 people for me. Just aunts, uncles, people I knew, some random dude down the street. Are you right-handed or left-handed? I'm right-handed. Yeah. Um, so, the, you know, we had all these people in the waiting room that were waiting for me. Uh, surgery finally finished at 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning. So,
1: there was, was there any question to try and save the leg, or was it clear to... It was, it was
7: an almost amputation at the scene. Okay. Wow. Yeah,
1: and so that's from it being just sealant between the fender and the bike.
7: Yeah, actually, if um you guys want to take a look, not really. The um, (laughs) the scars right here by my knee, the scars up here by my knee. If you looked in the pictures, it was actually where the knee pushed into the fins on the top of the motor. Oh Oh, wow! Wow! Wow. Yeah,
1: that's a cool scar to have.
7: Babe, look at this. Uh, and then, um, it's unique. Yeah. the The biggest thing to this whole situation, though, is just the amount of support I've had. The, the support I've had from you know you guys at Motorcycles and Misfits, support I've had from my friend and mm-hmm. fellow writer Doug um, my fiance who's sitting right next to me actually flew out from Russia to help take care of me oh wow and uh, we're actually she's committed me- yeah <laughs> that's a keeper
8: and she's the reason
7: why the beard <laughs> <laughs> and uh we're actually getting married December 1st congratulations bravo
1: right. hey. hey
7: excellent well that's cool man so
1: uh, in hindsight was there anything you could have done to prevent it
7: no. There's really no, other than not being on the road at the time he wrong pulled place, r- he wrong pulled time. right out in front of me. It was like he didn't well, even see me. Oh, well,
1: so here's my point and this is my theory. If you had been more visible. Wh- you're on a black bike. What color I, gear did you have? It's white and red. Okay. So you had some color in your gear. What did they say? Did they just say I didn't see you? They didn't say anything.
7: Yeah, yeah. What they, they, they tried. They tried to tell the CHP that I was speeding, but I would crammed on the brakes and couldn't break traction.
1: It's a rebel 250, you You're not speeding.
7: <laughs> right. No. Yeah. yeah well, and, and I, and I limit, was still you know? I was still you know a timid uh, timid rider at the time. Yeah. Um, because I'd had an accident back in 2011. I'm still getting used to being back on the bike again and throwing around corners. <laughs> what and...
2: surprises me is the guy stopped and then took off again. All After he he, he had
7: to do was nothing, and yeah. I would have been fine. As you oh, guys right. can see in the pictures, he, he hit panicked. me with his passenger side. Yeah, I'd mm-hmm. almost cleared him he completely into yeah. you,
2: basically. Yes, kind of swung around. Yeah, they usually pull out and freeze. They stop and they don't move. Yeah, right. well, that's
3: what he did, and then he moved again. Yeah, but I would I'd like to point out that it's not not just that he didn't see you; it's that he did yeah. not look.
8: Yeah. At, well, yeah. I like to say it, comprehend is the word, because I once got hit by a car where... Close to the mic. No. Yeah, I got hit by a car once where (sighs) I watched... The guy turned left in front of me, yep, and I had eye contact with him, yep, yep. And he looked me directly in the eye for the entire transition as he turned in front of me. Yeah. You're and
2: not a threat, no, I'm okay. not
8: a threat, I'm just a motorcycle that needs to stop because he's larger, yeah. And no. I, that's why I never ever expect them to see, you.
1: Mm-hmm. but what I think True. happens maybe in your case and in David's case, and even like when Hugh um, got hit, when people pull out. I think you're there, but I think that the brain dismisses it like they do that fire hydrant or that tree or that... You know, that it's, un- it's
2: subconscious. They don't know what they're doing. Actually, it's interesting. I talked to a
8: psychologist about it once. They're looking for a car. Well, yeah. It's so interesting th- It's interesting in the <clears throat> fact that we all go through different levels of consciousness. The psychologist told me this. We all go through different levels of, psycho- uh, of your own conscience as you're going along. And there's a certain level where you're thinking about what you're going to have for dinner
9: yeah. or
8: other things that are going to go later in the day, and you don't have a full level of what's going on. And you're at that point, it's like a lizard mind, the uh, yeah. hot rock mind is controlling the vehicle without any um, actual like thinking
0: like it's like when you're commuting to work in a car you don't really think about what you did on your commute and then add texting yeah yeah Yeah, you wake up and you end up at work and you don't really think about what you're doing in the commute because that's such a weird autonomic like process you know Mm
1: -hmm. so so after that happened to you that's when I started researching visibility and started getting on my visibility Mm -hmm. kick and and installed immediately a headlight modulator
0: firecrackers on your butt
1: and I have a a back off uh, brake light modulator so what that does is during daytime it modulates your headlight so it's a flashing light Hmm. so it it's you know like if you if there's a piece of broken mirror on the ground and it flashes it catches your eye and you or drawn to it, it turns your headlight into that a flashing beam, 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 beam mm-hmm. light, and so it draws people like oh.
8: They're not legal in all states. So. Yeah, and I actually had problems because people would be flashing their high beams at me all the time when I had one on my bike, and uh, I just annoy people. I turn on my all my fog lights and my high beams, and I'd rather blind them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I, I put that on mine because I figured I need to take more responsibility for all the other drivers. Not saying it's anybody's fault. We've had too many people we know have accidents, and I thought, what can we do to increase the odds? And I think in your case, having something that's more bright, because I think that's what happens. People look and it doesn't register. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't. You know? Um,. So I'll just tape
7: a shotgun to my uh handlebars. <laughs> that's it. <and> a- <laughs>
1: tell us about the um the is it GoFundMe.
7: Oh yes. Yeah. So um the driver um that hit me um was carrying the California minimum insurance. Retired, no assets, all that fun stuff. Um first things first, I I, I would like to implore anybody that drives out on the road, um Check with your insurance and look at your bodily injury coverage. That is your coverage for other people that you hit. Um, the California minimum is fifteen thousand. To put that into comparison, um, my light was eighty k. Yikers! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> fifteen thousand. So fifteen thousand doesn't ambulance. even cover a night in Stanford.
1: Actually. There is an insurance for the Life Flight.
2: CalStar. CalStar.
1: How yeah. much is it a year, Rich?
2: 45 bucks for the family. Nope. However, CalStar
4: is not um, Life Flight insurance. It is only for the, the CalStar flight. service. Yes. Yeah. So if, you to, if another agency is on call or on rotation, you get stuck with the 80K um, or whatever insurance you have covers small little bits of it. But yeah, if it's Kelstar, which does cover this area and they have some reciprocal partner deals, it does help. Um, it does help. It gives you $45 for that. So it is it's a $45 bet if they're going to be on call, which I think is worth it. I have it. Mm-hmm. Too.
7: So I the so so the thing to uh, the thing to take a look at those that, that bodily injury coverage on your automobile insurance. The difference for me between the minimum 15,000 and my current maximum coverage was only $20 a month. Wow. Yep. It's a very little amount to Good not advice. only make sure that the person that you hit is taken care of, but also to protect your assets. Mm-hmm. Um, I have personally uh, personal injury attorneys, and if you don't have enough insurance and my underinsured doesn't cover enough, they go after your assets. And if you have living parents, they'll go after your living parents' assets. Um, so it's very important to protect yourself, protect your family and protect the people that get hit Mm bodily injury coverage make sure you check it out um to help curb some of the out-of-pocket expense that i have uh we set up a gofundme it's gofundme.com forward slash drock d-r-o-c-k all right um and yeah, if you guys—Is that your
1: rapper name? No, it's actually—it's
7: uh, actually the handle I use for when I'm playing games online. Okay. <laughs> hey, I like the you. rapper one better. <laughs> My name's D Rock, but you can call me Legs.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that no leg? leg. <laughs>
7: So, so Anna, this whole time
0: we're talking about Dave's ordeal. What was the experience like for you? I mean, I can't imagine getting a call two in the morning or wherever it was in Russia.
9: Well, actually, I get a text message from David's cousin on a Facebook. Yeah. Early in the morning, Sunday. No, Saturday. Sorry, in Moscow. Yeah. And I was completely shocked. Yeah. I don't remember any other feelings. Uh, It was a week till I was waiting for my flight Mm -hmm. here. I was just shocked. Yeah. I was happy that he's alive, that he's getting better in the hospital. But (laughs) actually, I don't remember anything except that I was just, wow.
0: Yeah. And then from that point on, you were just counting down until you could actually get to your Flight and then visit David and all that.
9: Yes, I was not sure for how long I can stay here mm-hmm. in the states. So get married. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at that yeah. point I was not sure for how long you can stay in the states. So I was sure that during the first week he will stay in the hospital and he will have care from the nurses, doctors, and it will be fine. But when he will get back home, don't know what to expect there. So I just. Wait till the moment when it will be. I waited till the moment when it will be definitely better to come here and take a flight from Moscow. 24-hour flight, very funny.
5: Oh, <laughs> you have a strange wow. definition of fun. Yeah.
9: <laughs> so, um, David.
1: So the rebel is
7: gone. The Rebel is gone, but I brought you a care package. <laughs>
1: you did. You brought back the wrench. You took I did. <laughs>
7: yes. I, I, I actually have, uh, I should have brought over the pictures from its vacation in Egypt. And um...
1: <laughs> Yes. So, um, right before the accident, you said, hey, I have this old dirt bike I want to fix up.
7: Yes. I have a Suzuki 250 dirt bike um, that I believe at one point was plated. It's like a trail bike.
1: So do you have plans to write again? <laughs>
7: My fiancé and I have decided not to discuss the matter until I've recovered.
0: That's
4: fair.
2: Well negotiated. Back away. So, uh, put the subject down. you got to keep the lady hurt. happy, man. Uh, David, I am impressed with your attitude, though. That's, yeah. that's the best attitude to have.
0: I get a hangnail, and it's like, uh, I just don't want to go home
7: and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't come in again, yeah.
5: <laughs> Horrible
2: hangnail today. <laughs>
1: I, I truly think, though, yes, your attitude has yes. led to your speedy recovery. And it and will help
2: a long, long time.
1: And also, it brings in more support from everyone, because everyone feels like they want to help somebody who's helping themselves as much Nobody as they can. Nobody pays a sad clown.
7: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: so. yeah, exactly. Well, I
4: do have one last little question for you, though. Yeah. Um, come i mean this was september this happened and we went through october and of course october is halloween season so it got me thinking are you ever going to rock the pirate costume
7: so there's a number of costumes i want to rock not the least of which is actually hiccup from how to train your dragon i think i can totally rock that that's
8: a good one cool
1: we've been working on nicknames for you um before we start (laughs) using them out loud is there any that you prefer
7: uh they're calling me legs at darts
1: um stumpy
2: st- yeah
1: Oh, um, it's a burger
2: joint by that name too
1: how soon yeah we actually have called you stumpy a couple times um how, how long until you can get a prosthetic
7: i get casted for it on thursday Cool. Awesome. and I'm actually uh, I'm getting him a uh, Carbon piece fiber? of silk well no I'm actually I'm getting him a piece of a uh, silk or cotton that actually has the Shelby uh, cobra racing stripes on it and they're yeah. going to put that in the uh,
4: prosthetic That's cool That's man awesome. <laughs> Some aftermarket nice. shit. That's awesome. <laughs> some faster Get some under. R stickers on it. You'll walk twice as fast. <laughs> well, they make some
7: really
1: nice <laughs> As long harder, as there are not any
7: is- dick stickers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I we got a dick We're totally, in yeah, right <laughs> in We're
7: totally dick in his leg. It's gonna
0: be <laughs> yeah, awesome. Right, right inside, right in the bottom of the sock. Um, <laughs> hey, guess what time it is, Liza? What? time is it? It's the Porn Pick, pick of, the of the Week! week. Bah, 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 bah. Hmm. Okay, uh, <laughs> this week's Porn Pick is in Columbus, Ohio. It is for a 1982 <clears throat> Yamaha Maxim 550 for $500. Um, Ooh.
1: And yeah. so, the reason we went to Ohio because... Phil, yep. Phil Waters from Cle- from moto is out here on the west coast.
0: He's his road show. He's selling bikes on his on his trailer, man.
1: Yeah, so I figured let's see what's for sale there because he ain't there to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: okay, on, uh, okay. Onto the bike. It runs once it's warm. Uh,
1: one, once oh, it
0: warms up. It idles okay. God, there's no periods in this. It's just this one giant wrong Okay.
8: It's from Ohio. <laughs> yeah.
7: <laughs> hey,
8: I'd like to point out I went to school in Ohio State and I grew up in Ohio Are so. you so defending the case made. or No, I just know I, I know how to use punctuation. <laughs> You also are not in Ohio anymore. Okay,
0: onto the bike. It runs once, it warms Mm. up a bit, it idles at 3,000 RPM, (laughs) I only ride it on weekends, usually just around the block. I bought it as my second bike, I didn't want it, so I bought another bike and I don't want this one. Also Uh, needs a front tire, but all I know about this, no N-O, all I know about this bike (laughs) It is as is. No trades. Send me an email with your number, Your number, and I'll text
7: you back. No
1: punctuation and misspelling. Guaranteed, this kid is under 25.
7: Probably. I bet it's actually $50 and you just (laughs) forgot the decimal point.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah, oh, it's no, not a bad looking mic. Idling at 3,000. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> that means he won't idle. Period. <laughs> that's half throttle. <laughs> you
1: didn't mention the mural on the tank. Oh, it's got a sick mural, man. Oh, <laughs>
0: airbrush. It's so metal. It's got like the, uh, the, the helical, whatever that is. It, huh? You'll see it.
7: Double helix? <laughs> yeah, it's like a
1: no the, yeah. um, the medical uh the wings with the snake catechus. um yeah had, catechus,
7: the catechus. wow that yeah. actually has a name the Yeah, it you
2: know, the tank isn't oh. even on the bike yeah
7: <laughs> <know any laughs> you, kinds of you gotta around. Just, uh,
2: <laughs> swipe it left to right
1: it's <laughs> okay.
7: the
2: other bikes
1: well that's just another perfect example of there are good bikes good deals yeah. out there to be had off of craigslist kind of makes me
0: wonder what other bike he bought i mean if he got like a jixxer 1000 <clears> or something he's trying to get rid of his old <laughs> shit so something good in a straight line yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. Maybe you'll
4: spend it on punctuation lessons. Speaking right. of straight line and
0: straight line stability, <laughs> <laughs> about hooking up on the street. Wow, that's <laughs> a long segue. Today, yeah, I know, right? mm. Thank you. I've been practicing. Um, today, we have Rich and Andrew okay. to talk about tires. Tires. Tires and yes, tires. Yes, we've
1: been talking about bringing up this subject because it's, yeah. it's something we cover here all the time. There's so many mm. different tire brands. What's the right? tire. Yeah. So, uh, so much of
0: the confidence comes from, you know, knowing your tire, knowing your bike, and, and it's a big component in motorcycling and motorcycle racing and and just having uh, good contact with the ground and all that business. So. so let
1: me get this one out of the way. Because both Rich and Andrew... Well, what are you doing to Bosley over there? You've got him upside down. <laughs> he likes
0: it so good. He, he loves, me. loves me. <laughs> snoring. Yeah.
1: Um. All right. So Rich and Andrew, it it's, comes up often that... Um, I buy the cheap tires, the Shinkos, the Continentals, or whatever. Ouch. For Hold on there, little hold mister. Hold on. For, oh. I buy the cheap tires for a lot of my bikes that aren't gonna be ridden hard or a lot. You know, like the the rat bike or the XL one seventy five. These are bikes that my life is I'm not gonna be pushing any limits whatsoever. And I also have a theory that the Cheaper tires, aren't they just using an older technology and older compounds? Because when the bike was new, wasn't that the best tire you could buy, right?
8: Wow. Well. So now the tire matches <laughs> no. the bike?
2: <clears throat>
1: okay, that, so I mean, I, I want to know on the cheap, is it, is it ever okay to put the cheap tires on? And when is it okay?
2: Personally, uh, if you don't mind, <laughs> no Andrew, no worries, no worries. Uh, I have a friend named Steve Rogers. He lives up in. Mm-hmm. um Wait, Captain America um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he swears by Shinkos and he puts him on his beamer g- uh g t the twelve hundred g t and he rides the piss out of that bike mm-hmm. i mean it's it's hard following that guy on that bike, so he swears by him, he likes the the price and he likes the way they track okay. And the wear characteristics aren't too bad.
1: So what is your understanding of what these cheaper tires are? Why are they a cheaper tire?
2: Okay. So.
1: Here we go. Tire.
2: okay,
8: <laughs> you have the multiple categories of what tires are, the, <laughs> the way that you put the plies in. And the way the expansion and heat goes, and the sidewalls. There's bias ply, and then there's radial, and then there's in betweens that they do, and then there are floating plies. There's a lot of things that go. But interestingly enough, one of the most important things is also the compound of the rubber. Okay, right. Now, you're talking cheap tires the one thing i try keeping and i'm only going to bring this up because i want to remember it (coughs) avoid older tires tires that are actually aged out okay so the oil that goes in on it so every tire has got a certain amount of rubber and synthetics that they put inside of it along with the nylon and steel that they put into the uh plies their layers that they put in it and then they stick it in now my my company that i work for when we do
3: what company is uh, that
8: heidenau motorcycle tires they're a little german company outside of dresden
3: okay. best tires ever uh, thank you i'll second I, that I like as well them
8: too, actually i do like them the best part is i like them and i get to use <laughs> them and i get them as part of my pay but um <laughs> <laughs> works um so anyway the real problem is is cheap tires and old tires my first battle is don't use old tires. As they get older, they dry out and they become harder. I have a pair (laughs) of tires on a 1978 Ducati that I have to cut off or crack off because they... All the oils that keep them plied and nice and soft and sticky have gone out.
1: But here's it's the advantage: they burnouts, don't though. wear out very fast. Oh yeah! Like
3: <laughs> <laughs> can I can I suggest liquid nitrogen? Actually, if you
8: if you if you ride a motorcycle off of a cliff, you're going to get zero wear on those tires too. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Can't you just no.
8: him in oil again? <laughs> I'm just saying. You just Dude, want to see I, him striking his.
4: I had, a, I, oil. I
8: had a neighbor who had a little 350 that he he got. It was sitting underneath a uh, cover forever, and then as they as he pulled it out, I helped him get it started, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go for a ride." I went those are really old cracked tires they're cracks on the sides those are really old they're rock hard let's go get you other t- this is before i worked for a tire company at all but i just know yeah and he's like nah i'm gonna save money so he gets out of the hospital and about five broken bones he went into a corner And, oh, it just went out from underneath him. And the answer is, yes, this is what you deal with.
2: Like riding on concrete?
8: Or or ice, actually. It reminds me of ice because that hard, 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 hard is... Can you say hard a little bit more? Okay, so
1: (laughs) that that is a valid point. So let's just say for anyone who's buying a bike, how do you know how old the tires are? Richard, how how do you assess that?
2: There's an oval um, date code imprinted in mm-hmm. the sidewall of the tire mm-hmm. and uh it's usually four numbers the okay. first two numbers are the manufacturer's year the second two numbers is the manufacturing week
1: mm-hmm. andrew you got a tire in your hand what's the code uh, on? this it? one
2: doesn't
8: have them because it's a little teeny tiny
2: scooter
1: tire.
8: <laughs> <laughs> it's a
2: mini scooter tire yeah, it's not important there, there <laughs> are some variations on that but generally that's what it looks like why is yeah. the
1: week important
2: Oh, it's actually just for their inventory. Yeah. purposes. okay.
1: So you look for the year. Yes. And if it is older than what?
2: Five, six years. That's my limit.
1: Six. How come you keep giving me these seven year old tires then?
2: Because you're the only one to take them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't burn them in his backyard. He I can give them, them to you. That's a pretty good cutoff point, in my opinion, too.
1: Okay, so that six years It's when it's, it's, it's too hard. Out.
2: They just
8: get too brittle. Yeah, even if they're sitting on the shelf. Yep. sorry they shouldn't
3: and also if they're <clears throat> if they're exposed to ozone like if you if they're anywhere near an electric motor like washing machines or dryers or heaters with a blower motor that ozone will dry and harden that rubber faster than anything mm. else
1: okay i'm pretty sure half of my bikes
3: <laughs> yeah
1: at least 20 year old tires but yes okay um <clears throat> All right, so we got that out of the way. That's how you tell the tire age. All right, so, Andrew, so you're covering the different types of tires.
8: Yeah, the bias plies and the radials are one of the biggest giant changes.
1: So what is the best type of tire? We're not talking brand.
8: Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going to brand it.
1: What's the best tire somebody can have for the best traction on the road?
8: Oh, on the road, it depends on the bike, the size, the weight, and everything else. There's so many different... Things that there's not like a now. I will break out the two differences that you know about to know and remember about bias bases versus radio. Uh, bias plies have a stronger sidewalls. They're better a lot of the time for dirt bikes and dual sports. So that's why my company usually makes mostly that. And also classic and okay. vintage with tall sidewalls. Okay. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, sport bikes with radials and a much faster and expansion and heat issues need the radial tires. And those have al- also have a tendency to have the higher speed ratings. And those are the ones you want for that you can have a little bit of based on either i mean some of the uh bias flies are rated for 135 miles an hour but you know
4: yeah i actually yeah. had to look that up once because i was riding hiding <laughs> on my mm-hmm. vstrom mm-hmm. um and i'm following along in r1 going a little bit fast We'll just leave it at that. Um, I'm just cresting triple digits, and I had to go, crap, what is the speed rating of my tire? Yeah,
7: (laughs) speed rating. Uh, I think that's not the right time
4: to ask that question. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I figured, well, what's the worst that could happen? Luckily nothing did. Um, so I, I pulled off with the R1 later and looked it up online, and I was about five miles per hour under it. So yeah, mm-hmm. the head nodes can actually go up to. I think the K60s were 120, I believe.
8: Is actually, it, our newer ones are like 135. I believe they overrate that a little bit. Yeah, they do. For,
5: for, s- for safety for and legal
1: reasons, is it the, obviously. The Z? Is uh, that yes, for it's the letter.
2: Um, and Z-rated mine's were is the T. High, the right. high, high, and then 186. The, yeah,
4: yeah, 186 miles an hour. Yeah, the, the K60s were Ts, which I didn't know off the top of my head. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so somebody's trying to choose a tire. I mean, and I hear this all the time. People say, "What what tire preference. do you recommend?" All preference. So, and we're mm-hmm. still not getting into brand because there's all different brands, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's different compounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that, like Douglas has said, um, yeah, I put these sticky tires on my Ninja, so I get a lot better traction. But then he's like, I don't want to ride my bike any great distance because my tires wear out too fast. Oh, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Make up your mind.
8: Yeah, I've had a Pirelli <laughs> last me about 1,500 miles. Yeah, yeah, I, I, treated to, tires, yeah. You know? I treated myself to... two tires, gone. I
4: treated myself to... What was it? Uh, two... Dunlop 201 I think or Mm -hmm. uh, is that the Q? I can't remember it didn't last long enough for me to really remember it too much other (laughs) than wow that was the Fastest tires ever gone. It was about two thousand miles.
8: Like Pirelli yeah. Dragon Super Corsas. Yeah, well, l- 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 they you know you breathe on them. But the cool thing is, you can write your name in the tread because it's so soft. With yeah. your fingernail. Yeah, with your fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, a,
4: um, that's what Kristen runs on hers. Is the courses mm-hmm. um, because yeah, for her it gives her a bit more confidence in the corners, and she's not doing high mileage on them. So for her, that's a good trade-off. She gets more confidence the wear issue isn't a problem because she's not putting as many miles as um, the rest of us are. For And for me, I have to run the sport touring compounds because I'm doing enough miles that otherwise I'm going through a tire every month and a half.
2: Mm -hmm. I prefer, believe it or not, Dunlop just because of the feel. And it's, you know, I've tried a lot of tires. And Dunlop gives you a warning when it's starting to slip, when you're getting near the edge. It'll just give you a little... Ooh, it's moving around a little bit. So you know you're near the edge. I've had uh, Bridgestones. You get near the edge, all of a sudden, gone. And so are you. Yeah. There is
8: a certain amount of flavor and enhancement and what have you. Although, very quickly, Shinko's...
5: Mm-hmm. okay
8: mm-hmm. i will i do have a video i have online i did of myself myself when my shinkos came apart oh. apart yeah there are chunks the size of silver dollars came pouring wow. out of okay. my shinkos because <clears throat> and here's the funny thing i've been riding all day from seattle to coos bay and on the way there i'd ridden through torrential rains the entire way and when I got up the next day to walk around my bike before I continue riding, I noticed that the wheel was missing. I have video of it as I pissed wow. around. Literally chunks this big, of, well, the size of a silver dollar, were all missing on about a dozen of them. Wow! And they were mm. flippy. Pulled my and I have video of it online. Mm. Now, the uh, you know, I've had other times where they've been okay. Uh, I just that's the only time I've had something that horrific. But it was a set of shinkos. Sorry, Liza.
3: And can I also mention about Shinko's from the scooter world? Um, (laughs) Shinko makes white walls. They are, in fact, one of the few manufacturers that make white walls for modern scooters. Mm -hmm. And they have proven to be very popular because of that, because people want the white walls because they look snazzy. (laughs) Well, they have developed a reputation in the scooter world of being called Shitco's. Because or I have stink heard... Hose. <laughs> stink hose. <laughs> that works too. Um, but several people I know have ridden on them and had the rear tire blow out on them on the freeway just out of the blue. And I would not personally trust those tires farther than I could throw them. Okay. So um, well, I actually had
4: one question along the tire choices. Um, you mentioned um, actually that you're coming down in the rain, Andrew. So... What about tire compound um, and weather conditions, such oh. as rain? So are different compounds um, have different like silica ratios? Are some of them better in rain and others not so good in the rain?
8: That's really good because I learned very quickly that... As much as you want to think that tread pattern does a lot, unless you're hydroplating completely, the tread pattern is not as important as one would think. What is more important is the compounds and the rubber that it's made out of and the percentage of rubber versus synthetics that they're adding to it. Now, obviously, with especially rain, your worst nightmare is when you start riding on water instead of ground. And that's the part where you have to watch out no matter what. Now, if you have a pretty good tread pattern in heavy, heavy water, you can. But it really comes down to having a good enough compound that sticks enough. And, of course, if you have a harder less more mileage oriented you're going to have more problems in it that's why dual sport and touring tires become more voodoo where they're trying to get the right level of mileage and still be sticky enough to survive and also they figure heat because long rides you heat up your tires they calculate and they build a tire to last longer on a longer ride In other words, you actually wear out your tire. And I've been told this by the manufacturers, not kidding, that short rides wear out your tires longer than long rides, which (laughs) seems to be counterintuitive in my world. Because it heat cycles more frequently. (laughs) The heat cycling Mm. up and down is what does more damage to it than actually going on a really long ride because they're made to go for a longer ride. Mm. But the same thing goes with the other factor. Water on the road means colder road and that means it's going to be different based
4: upon how long you ride and the road temperature and these are things you always Um, have to take care of for example the courses that we run um have a shit reputation in the rain Mm -hmm. um and it's i'm pretty sure it's because they're hard hard harder tire tire, yes no harder tire to get warm Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they don't get really sticky until they get nice and warm. Mm-hmm. So and the cold water run, actually yeah. cools the tire down enough uh, that the courses are like ice. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> R- relating to that uh, tire pressure, how important is that? Um, what do you generally run? What do you, uh, depending on what kind of bike and you know. <laughs> Well, I know it's a, And I know it's a really broad topic, but... Uh,
8: yeah, well, here's an interesting thing about that. Sometimes tire pressure is also based upon the plies that you're running. Mm-hmm. In other words, uh, if you've got a stronger sidewalls, i.e. a, blo- a bias ply, you're going to be better with lower, especially <clears throat> off-road, so you're going to be able to drop down the pressure a little bit easier and still have really strong sidewalls, mm-hmm. while a radial will squish a little bit more and faster. Uh, you... Air pressure is important. I usually try to go by the level of what it is, but I su- I suffer from BFS syndrome. I'm a big fucker. And uh, BFS syndrome means I'm huge, and I usually have w- stuff in the bike. And this means i got to change the tire pressure more because I'm putting more weight on the bike. How much and do you change as- it? Huh? How much do you change it? Um, well... That obviously is based upon how much. Size. Usually, it's usually it's only like four or five pounds, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I, you know, I like I go a little bit more, but not too much because uh, it takes away from the handling.
3: And can I also make one very important point? No. Um,
5: okay, <laughs> sorry.
3: <laughs> no, I just wanted to mention that um, a lot of people. Just automatically assume, and maybe this is because we all started out on bicycles, is you inflate the tire to the pressure that's listed on the tire. No. You do not do that. You go by the manufacturer's (laughs) recommendations because the manufacturer knows what pressure is needed in that tire for that bike with that size tire now as you said james you can you can adjust that based on your weight the weight that's on the bike um and your particular preferences or the particular tire that it's using like if it's got a harder side manufacturer's guidelines or the manufacturer's recommendation as a guideline rather than what's actually printed on the tire because what's printed on the tire is the tire the maximum, manufacturer's right. limit for say that says do not go above this
2: and that I doesn't mean that you should inflate the tire to that to it. i'd also like to as <laughs> the tire warms up i'd also like to complement that with Believe it or not, the motorcycle manufacturers, they test almost every brand right. over and over and over. They do extensive tire testing because they're liable.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm.
8: I actually, I actually <laughs> saw one of the test grounds. It was fun. I went on a ride on it. They have all these different um, uh, surfaces. And they, and they change they, pressure. And they do all the variables. And they the have variables. water water sprinklers to make it all wet and yeah. miserable. They have all the misery that you'd, you'd hit in almost every situation.
2: So that number they put on your swing arm. Is well researched. Follow through. Follow yeah. through. So Actually, here's a question on the
4: manufacturers. Um, one thing I've noticed. So I've had the lucky opportunity to purchase a couple new bikes in my life, um, and you know they come with the OEM tires. Mm-hmm. Um, in this particular, like you know, Pirelli something something something, um, and you can go and buy that tire as well for later on. But it never acts the same as that first tire
2: you get on the bike. They get a special deal. <laughs>
8: yeah, I actually don't know that one, but it is entertaining. Okay. Um, I usually find that the one that came on it are usually the one I hate at the end of wearing it now. That's that's just me though.
0: I've I've actually come across that too when you go to uh, like a some kind of online superstore and you buy tires. Those a, spe, a specific model, Angel GT, whatever brand it is, and it's an A model or B model, and if you look at the asterisk and it, it it says. OEM, okay. and so there probably are maybe just a little bit different, but I can imagine that's probably why it's you are made in China.
4: Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just been like <laughs> it'll last longer a little bit or something. Yeah, like Yeah, maybe like, formulated it, differently. In my case, it or... Lasted twice as long as the replacement one. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I actually, um,
7: I actually had a question as a. Um, as a writer that's got a lot less miles than most of the people in this room, is there a proper way to break in a new tire? Oh, yeah. yeah.
8: Oh, um, good full question. Throttle, good full full
4: lean, you're set. Yeah.
8: <laughs> burnouts, burnouts in their driveway. Start with a wheelie, yeah, it's yeah. brand new. Actually, yeah. how many Actually, times, okay. You can
4: see so many crack, um, track crashes that way, because somebody will mount a new tire on the track, they'll go out for their first lap, uh, Somebody smiling and saying that they've probably done exactly that. And they'll start I put the tire on. (laughs) 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 And they'll start going into like half-leans immediately and (laughs) away it goes. (laughs) Yeah. So Um, It's funny in the fact that I've,
8: you know, been riding for decades and decades and decades, and I had my buddies go over to their working in a shop. I'll go over and they'll have them. And they'll turn and say the sentence, remember these are new tires, be careful, because Mm -hmm. they're slick in the first 40 or 50 miles. And it's so funny because I look at them and I go, I know you're paid and you have to say that legally because you know I know already. (laughs) But... They got to. And it's true, though. I'd say it from true. experience. Yeah. It's UIA.
1: So, okay, when you're breaking it in, so, is it to go through the heat cycles, get the rubber activated, or is no, it's it just... scuffing.
8: <clears throat> scuffing
1: it up. Right. So yeah. you're told to take cycles, it easy, which means bit. you're not really leaning into... No, in well, you don't have to
2: actually, take it easy. Actually, it's neutral throttle in the corners.
3: Can I can I mention one other thing? There There is actually a protective coating that, that most tire manufacturers spray on the tires to protect them while they're being transported and shipped to the to wherever they're being sold. So when you start running riding on them there's this this like waxy coating over the tires that that you do need to have to help scrub off
8: <clears throat> on a different note on that same thing because i've seen some dealerships who've done it to go sales um some oh, of them yeah. on the
3: uh, on
8: the option you know uh, put some armor all or a wd-40 on the tires oh. to make them look nice oh i've seen it happen this oh. is horrible okay so This is why A, I wanna warn people if their tires look way too shiny in their brand new bike that's all shiny, be careful. And the other is I've met people who say Mm. looks makes their tires look really good and they do it to themselves. Yeah. And they are now making their rather sticky tire a very, very slippery tire. Keep WD forty and armor all away from your tires. Thank you very much. I've seen
0: armorall tires at Alice's before on on, on Italian bikes. I'm not even gonna say what
2: brand. Oh. Uh, but I've seen it, oh. man. I believe what, it. What you have to do is you have to wear off the surf, the yeah. initial surface of the rubber and get it dull like the rest. Like you yeah. see the... scuffed. it. Norm- yeah, just scuffed. Scuff but it up. But you don't have to pussyfoot around with it. Yeah. You just have to control that throttle. <clears throat> if okay. you're in a corner going briskly and you chop the throttle... Your front end's going to slide out with a new yeah. tire. And If you accelerate, your back end's going to kick out.
3: Yeah, and another – what I typically do when I get a new tire is that I'll, I'll just start riding on it, You know, take it easy at first. Riding around on surface streets will start wearing down the center of the tire first. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where you're going to need most of your grip anyway. Um, so you start just regular riding and then start working into your way into the twisties and start leaning over a little bit more. And what that does is it starts from that worn down center part where it's already sticky and then starts spreading it out to the sides as you start going through twisties. And you lean it over a little bit more and more. And by the time you're at, you know, 50 to 100 miles, it should be good.
2: I guarantee you those MotoGP guys don't go 100 miles before they. Yeah. Yeah. It's throttle control.
1: All right, so I have a couple questions for some of y'all. Josh, what tires are you running on your supermoto?
6: I don't know. It's a good question. Wow. Ooh. Ouch. Minus points. I
1: thought I thought you'd be into knowing what you're running. No. No. Nah,
6: I mean, well, I didn't. I didn't get them, closer to the mic. But oh, sorry, the cat's distracting me. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna mic the cat right. too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just. I just did a burnout today, so you
5: know, I, know that, I know those tires, Burn out
6: their, tires. I know those tires are on their way out, but, uh, especially now. I don't know. I I got Q threes on my Honda, and I really like those. But and they only took me like I don't know, like an hour or two to break them in. It seemed like to me. I just rode Westcliff back and forth a couple times. Was like swerving a bunch. Brought it back to the garage to see where like what the chicken strip kind of thing looked like, and. By by in a day or two, I was able to do like full leans. I never, never right. had it slip or anything. You
1: got lucky. Did you
6: get a, a new bike
1: or something? Would you get an F4I or something? I had an F4I.
2: like oh, okay. A uh, year ago. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Um, hmm. Rich, you got a hole in your tire. Now what?
2: <laughs> well, the first thing, if you're on the road, the first thing you want to do is get a good plug. That'll get you going. All
1: right, so what do you guys think about the plug kits?
8: I think the mushroom-headed ones, especially the best ones, are the ones you take the tire off to put in. <clears throat> yeah, And those are the ones that kick ass. But you As can't do that fact, on the
1: side of the road,
4: unfortunately.
8: Yeah. Well, actually, I have the mushroom gun. That's what I have. uh, It's awesome. It's a plug gun, and it shoots a mushroom plug into it. You rasp the hole and then use this weapon that (laughs) is spring-loaded that shoots a uh, plug into it. I've actually Mm -hmm. saved many people on the side of the road from nails with these
2: things, and it works. 20 minutes. Yeah. Back Mm -hmm. on the road. Right. I love them.
1: Okay. But
2: once you get it plugged, as soon as you can, take it to a shop. Patch it from the inside with mm-hmm. the patch like he's yeah. talking about. Right, it's a bicycle patch <clears throat> mounted to a plug mm-hmm. with a steel shaft, and it's just like a bicycle patch on the inside. You got to do a lot of prep work. Right, it takes on the a little longer. Is
0: is it bad that I've like ridden a rear tire with like two worm plugs in it? Um, Until the tires worn out right.
3: completely, like oh, an asshole. <laughs> I can I can say that I've a lot of used, guys do that. I've yeah. used I've used the mushroom plugs before, and I have run them the length of the tire, and they've been perfectly fine for me. So okay. it's worked out for me.
8: My only issue that I have, and I can give it as a warning, is is that with plugs you have a greater chance of a catastrophic failure. Yeah. yeah. In other words, if the, the plug isn't in properly, there's a good chance you might lose everything, yeah, or if it
2: overheats,
8: right? The <laughs> <come the> expansion because <laughs> don't ever let them put it the string the rubber
2: string in that is great for cars that is not mm. good for motorcycles okay that's all. good to know yeah, yeah and you don't know. you don't plug when you're going over 150 yeah <laughs> no
7: you don't want to do that
1: so uh, so, um, so should I'll we slow so your speeds down <laughs> what's
7: the, the speed rating on your mushroom
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so then the like a plug is going to be more of a temporary fix until you can get and put a patch on from the inside once that's done is it perfectly good tire still
8: the patch he's talking about on the inside yeah yeah those things are awesome i've never had them go and you know when i spent a Pretty penny on a brand new set of really beautiful tires. And Breaks like, your heart. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like little orphan Annie crying on your doorstep. You don't want to look at it, but it's there. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like the worst is when you pull your bike up and you do that look back, you know, because like ah, oh, look at my bike, and mm. you see this white shiny thing on your tire, and you're like fuck. <laughs> you go up there and you see if it's dirt or a piece of rock, and you're like, no, that's not going away. No. That's it's in the tire. The nope, real tires are when
8: you see that it's in the sidewall. Oh yeah,
0: because oh. that
8: is the End of your tire. Yeah. Then goodbye. Kiss it. Goodbye. Yep. Put it on your wall and look at it because it looks still got <laughs> tread. <laughs> or,
1: and you
3: go like, how did I do that? that or or if crazy. the screw goes in at a very shallow angle, that can kill your
4: tires too, even yeah. Yeah. in the tread. Uh, yeah.
1: All right. So, so actually, one more thing on the, tires. Just
4: for any of the um, tire monkeys out there, don't use the slime.
1: Yeah.
5: Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Well, at least tell I, the guy who's taking the tire off. I disagree. Uh, I, 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 I love agree. slime. Uh, it's great as, stuff. As long as you tell the guy that's
2: taking the tire off... Doesn't it throw your balance in. off? No. It tends to make a mess. Yeah, it's, it's Believe it or not, I thought it was going to be really messy, but it's just like milk inside the tire. It's no big deal. Um Just clean it up. One last small little tire thing that makes me happy,
8: and I'm just going to fill it in because of this. When you look at a motorcycle tire, and I have a little scooter tire in my hands, you see little hairs... And for years, I always wondered. I had different theories on what the little hairs are for. This is this is. I'm like, okay, I've heard it's where the casting goes. No. Um, yes, I know you know. Let me go. <laughs> I spent years wondering, and I had my own thing. It's for. Did they actual... not have the
4: internet back then?
8: No, they didn't. It was yeah. 70s when I first saw these things. Um, Al Gore hadn't invented uh, it yet. <laughs> anyway, the uh, I would look at them, and I. would Always on long rides, I would think about okay, what is it, you know, maybe for dwarves to hold on so yeah, to. Yeah, we're talking
1: and, about the little rubber hairs uh, on the tire. Little tires. rubber hairs. Yeah, okay. definitely
8: called it's sprues. Awesome. At Hyde Now, they have old school. They've been making it since East German and everything else. They've been making these tires for a long time. And they have a little German guy with a high speed drill. So when they make the first original molds for the tires, they go over and they kind of guess where air needs to escape. And then they drill little holes in the mold. So when they press the tire into the mold, that's where it is. But then he goes over and looks for bubbles. And as he finds bubbles, he takes his little high-speed drill and drills little holes in where they're. At. And sometimes you'll notice they're not always even. And it's just because, well, that's where the little German guy thought this is the best time where well, you're not getting it. So nice. it's a very hand-on kind of experience. But a lot of
1: tires like the one you have in your hand, they're mm-hmm. very uniform. Is that just part of the
8: Yeah? They do the standard the- casting where they guess where it's Going to be, and then they Repeat. cast a couple, and then they yeah. oh, so well, that's
1: we, the overrun to push well, the it, air out, right? Push It's, air it's, out. it's called mold release. material into the right. mold. The mold release to get out, or right. else
6: it'll create bubbles. But the air is going to come out at pretty regular places in the tire because it's a consistent
8: thread. But,
1: the, so, but you're saying thread. that the older method would be then to just to drill these extra No, holes? the old,
8: the older is what they do now. Almost yes. all the time they actually go over. It's funny because you'd think there's high-tech computer robotics. going. No, no, there's a guy looking, you yeah, look like some holes here. E-e-e-e. And he goes over and takes a little high-speed drill to the actual mm. press not, And then put adds in the hole, little holes to make more hairs and so that there are no bubbles
2: at all in the tires. And that's how they do that, it. That is fascinating. Anyway, can I say one thing about yeah. um, green slime? <laughs> uh, I actually like it because it works. It, it repaired a tire that we were having a hell of a time with. In a it, uh, it, um, piece of wood went in and it. it was a slot. <laughs> oh, and it actually fixed it. To get home, anyway. Yeah. Right. yeah but the in, a, worst, in a pinch. The worst are Dyna beads.
8: Oh, my
2: God. It almost killed me. So what's
1: a Dynabead? Yeah. yeah.
2: It's a little tiny ceramic bead, and there's a bazillion of them. You pour them <laughs> through your valve stem hole mm-hmm. after you take the Schrader valve out. And I didn't know they were in the tire. I broke the bead. It went oh. all over the machine. And the machines, they have a coats. 100, mm-hmm. and it's got slides on a plate, and they're all full of grease, and all those beads got in there. Oh. What happened is that the uh it was open, the Dynabeads got stuck in there. I released it, and I'm going, what? How come it's not it moving? All of a sudden, in. bang! That thing slammed shut. Oh. I had to tear the whole machine apart and clean all those dyna How do the
1: Dynabeads uh. work? I don't understand. They're,
2: they're little syringe. Yeah. They're self-balancing now that the theory is questionable. Yeah, I agree. It's it's a little bit too voodoo. The whole idea
8: is instead of tire weights, which is fun, actually, I think is a wonderful fun time to go put on the weights because it's kind of like black magic where yeah. you use your balancer. <laughs> and frankly, yep. a plain old balancer, old school.
1: Oh, so wonderful. they're not for sealing a no, tire. They're for no, balancing.
8: No, the no, they're for balancing. Dynamic and they're supposedly tires. supposed to go to the spot to keep the tire balanced. Yeah, so how they do find you know the high spot. Basically. That's yeah. the theory.
6: Do they, like, do they roll around? Yeah, the yeah. They- Continuously,
8: right? They're supposed to be evening out the weight of the tire as it goes on, and supposedly. But it seems stupid. And, uh, stu- and you know, you, if you don't want the weights, I think it's all based on people that want a cosmetic thing and they don't want to have the weights visible on their wheels. And the answer is, well, then buy the black ones or the yellow ones or the yeah. ones to or, match your wheel.
3: Or they don't want to deal with the whole voodoo of balancing a tire. Yeah, But, but it's to fun. To ten, I mean, it I totally so. is fun. It is and fun. When you you're get like,
0: it dead oh. nuts and it doesn't move, you're like,
8: shit,
1: yeah. 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 I feel like
8: <laughs> I got but ninja can, skills. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Can
3: okay, I, so Can I offer one little tip? about balancing? Yeah, too? go ahead. Um, one thing that I learned because
1: David really needs to get tips about balancing now.
3: <laughs> oh, 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 he gets to make the jokes, oh, not you. Oh, nice. Uh, that well, was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I want to say, <coughs> say the guy. Someone. I've, I've been working with tires for many many years. I have my own tire machine at home, and a tip that a friend gave me not too long ago just blew my mind because I'm amazed I didn't even think of it beforehand is when you take the, the wheel off the bike and get the, change the tire and you have the rim sitting there by itself take all of the weights off of the rim, clean it up balance the rim first and figure out where the heavy spot is on the rim put the, and, and just tape the weights on with a piece of masking tape to where they need to go to balance the rim then you put the tire on the rim, balance it again find out where that heavy spot is and then set that um, <clears throat> directly on the spot where those weights oh were. Oh my on God, the this rim. is
1: too much work. Yeah, that I know. Way.
3: I'm that already way, like, oh. That come way on. you minimize the number of weights you got to put on the wheel and your tire is as, as close to perfectly yeah. balanced before you put the weights tires on.
0: Tires have an indicated light as, spot by uh, a
4: yeah. dot or something right. like that. And some do. Some right, do. I was yeah. just about to bring that up. Thanks. So I have Anyways. a
1: couple more quick questions because we could keep talking about tires oh, forever. Let's yeah. so, um, not. For anyone <laughs> who has a valid opinion, Wait, what valid would, opinion? Yes.
4: Who's going to validate <laughs> their that opinion? So
1: valid opinion. Um, Only if it's a certain opinion. What would be the best value tire? Because you know a lot of our people are people riding older bikes, new bikes, cheaper bikes. They can't drop 200 bucks for a new rear tire or something. What would be, in general, a good brand to go for that's a good value? Best bang for your buck.
2: Used.
8: It's yes, race takeoffs. <laughs> race takeoffs. Take <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to spend money? Um, obviously, it's going to vary based upon the actual make. So, because, I mean, like Hyden now, we don't make any sport bike tires. We only do bias fly. So, we have Motard and Dual Sport <laughs> and Dirt Bike. And we make almost all the best scooter and classic and vintage motorcycle tires. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and do-
8: one major thing that I like about you, them is, is there.
2: Oh. Can
1: you spell Hyden now?
2: H-E-I-D-E-N-A-U. Thank you. What are the price ranges?
8: Actually, pretty good. Uh, I wish I had my price chart with me. But ours (laughs) are... Too bad
1: you didn't know you were coming to do a podcast about (laughs)
8: tires. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm not going to bring... Our tires change... We actually are... But but it is
3: posted on headnow.com. Yeah. There you go. Thank you very much. Yeah, we have...
8: (laughs) We actually, for our, like, K-60s, it's like... uh, 110 120 for the front and like 190 to 205 for the rear depending um, those are the k60 dual sports that are are, are everyone
4: wants yes the tire that absolutely yeah. rock
8: they are i have them on my bike i love them
4: i'm um, yeah, and if you got the dual sports, get the K60s with the center stripe mm-hmm. um, or the center piece of rubber not the full 8020s. So well, that's
2: a, the $300 difference. $300 a set. Are, okay. Yeah, but about 300.
1: Are we still talking the question was what's the best value? That's why I was asking. Tire. So, <clears throat> Rich, what if somebody's coming to you trying to find a, a cheaper tire, what would you you know, the middle middle of the road? Um
2: I'm stuck on Dunlops. Okay. Dunlops, are pricey Dunlops make a very good sport bike tire. Mm, yeah, the,
6: Q, uh, the Q3s are really good. And it,
2: cheap. And it also... De- it, I love the Q3s. Yeah. Okay, it, so it also depends like, on what kind of bike it is. Yeah. And how I mean, they ride. Seriously, I mean, and what I actually like, for sport bikes,
8: right. I like Pirelli's. They cost more, but
4: they're the stickiest. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, okay. the second... I would say like, for Value Cat, or, yeah. like, Middle Road Value, mm-hmm. Bridgestone's.
1: Okay. Um, the, That's a good choice. The, the second half of the question is, then, what's the best tire you can get for a sport, street bike, somebody who's going to go out there and push limits?
4: I thought you didn't want to talk about tires for the rest of the podcast.
5: not.
1: What What? brand do you think is, uh, is the go-to my, for that?
2: My personal opinion, I'll state that first, as Dunlop. I've said it several times. And the Q3 I'm really impressed with because they came out with a <clears throat> stiffer sidewall. And it makes a huge difference. It gives you so much more feedback. And I'm just sold on them. I, I, I'm leery of the other tire brands because of my personal riding style. I don't remember stuff. Like I told you, I put on my own tire and then forgot to break it in and crashed. Aww. So, I, you know, Pirellis take time to warm up. And I just can't remember to wait five miles or five minutes and let it warm up, you know. And it just slips on me. I don't like them. And Bridgestone, ditto. So, personally, my preference is Q3s for Dunlop.
1: Okay. I hear that name a lot, so I think that's a good one. And just
0: to remember, too, if you are stuck to one brand of tire and you decide to switch to another one, um, learn the tire.
4: Yeah, new th- uh, one mean, of my models is new tire, new bike.
0: Yeah, new tire, new bike. They're going to wear differently at certain miles. The profile is going to reduce differently than the previous set of tires. And the braking stability and all that business is going to be different. So, you know... And learn, you guys, and, the new tire.
1: And you guys are going to stick to the rules if you're replacing one tire replace them both and always use the same brand? Is that kind of the, the given?
8: No. Uh, you know what? You want to mm. say that, but frankly, yeah. I, I tend to try to stay <laughs> in the same brand, but frankly, I'll if I'm in it the out. middle, uh, I'm <laughs> okay. going
2: to... Uh, it's finances. okay, because uh, like I said, the manufacturers test all varieties. Yeah. So they're, if they found something wrong, they would put a big warning on your bike <laughs> saying, don't use this combo
0: so uh what are we doing next week liza we're not gonna oh, be here aren't we
1: next week yeah. we are the the garage is not gonna be closed uh, the no, garage is gonna, gonna be, be, be closed open. they're not gonna be open we're going to the dirt bag challenge yeah. and you going up
3: i believe so yeah.
1: bagel you gonna come <laughs> you
2: seem bummed man i'm not sure yet i'll I'm have sure to figure she... it out
1: you, you got to come man. yeah you Rich, to
2: have you heard about the dirt bag challenge? Oh yeah, I've been threatening oh, yeah. to come <laughs> oh, here oh, totally. Rich you gotta come. You gotta come. If it's... I don't have a job, I'll come. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: just <laughs> let me know who hires you and I'll give them a call. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I- anyone in Northern California, Bay Area, come to the dirt bag challenge next Sunday in San Francisco. You can uh, look them up, dirtbagchallenge.com. It was it, on the sixteenth
0: at the end of Revere Street in uh, South San Francisco.
1: Apocalyptic bike building mayhem mayhem it's with bands and tattoos and titties and burnouts
8: (laughs) 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 Um, one thing
1: i mean like a regular day here Uh, tattoo titties
2: yes (laughs)
8: indeed um right now uh john who i work with the hide now runs hide now usa is on the road and we are traveling around at the motorcycle shows
1: oh yeah so we do have some of our listeners going to the shows right
8: and we we gave you some of those tickets yes yeah
1: yes so um
8: thanks for hooking us up dude yes for those who
1: who Thank you for reminding me. For those who emailed me last week, I sent out tickets. We got a picture from yesterday from one of our listeners who got the tickets and took his family right to the show, nice. and he sent us a picture with him in the the wrong right wing now. and saying, "We thank like you. to give." Here. So yes, thank you. Those were from. Yeah, come by. Yeah, John
8: and Andrew. And if you see us at any of the shows, uh, it'll be um, John or me or one of our others that will be there. Come by and say hi if I'm there. Say hi. Big, tall guy, long hair, tattoos. And John... Mustache. And Uh, and I do have... He's literally just a mustache. He's a big giant mustache.
1: (laughs) All of the tickets have been given out. I have one ticket left. And this ticket is good for any of the stops of the show. So one ticket left. So if you want it, email me to get it. And Zach, how can they email me?
6: Uh...
1: (laughs)
0: that's, that's
6: uh, it wait say that again recycle motorcycle garage at gmail.com very good right. this is our
1: game of hot potato who's yeah, paying wow. attention <laughs> and uh, Josh where else can they find us
6: <laughs> at recycle garage on Facebook or motorcyclesandmisfits.com. <laughs> oh wow. shit, that's better than I would have done. Wow. Yeah,
4: yeah that's wow. awesome. <laughs> these, these kids are nice. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and rate us and like us on iTunes. Yeah,
1: please do. That means a lot. Um guys, thanks for
0: coming in. Andrew, Rich, and David, thank Welcome. you for coming and Anya. in. And Anya, of course, I was going to get to that. Come on, man. <laughs> thank you for coming in and thank you for sharing us your story and thank you for having an awesome a positive attitude about it because that's actually kind of inspiring for uh, hope, everybody yeah for everybody hopefully that won't ever happen to you know, anybody we know but thanks for, for coming out and helping
1: us I, out. i have one that. more quick yeah. question How, is phantom pe- leg pain real Oh yeah. So if I tickled you down there, would you feel oh, okay. No, just it just feels
7: it. like my foot's in a vice right now. Yeah. <sighs> but I did want to mention I think that Anya's broken the record for the person that's traveled the farthest to yeah. be on your show. For
2: sure. <laughs> that you is are cool. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
8: That's like a yeah. peer or at least. I think that's I think she's kind cinch now yeah. though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: always gonna be here. A... So if anybody in uh, Mongolia wants to come for the
5: show
1: <laughs> <laughs> come on by Yep. Yes. You want to take it out? Cool, cool. Oh. <laughs> no, okay. Have you been here before? <laughs> no, it's my first time. <laughs> okay,
0: uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And tonight we have had Liza. Hey. Uh, Bagel. See ya. <laughs> uh, Adrian. Hello. This Goodbye. is Noc. Uh Rich. See ya. Anya. Hey, hey. David. Hello, hello. Zach. See you later. Andrew. Ride creatively. Yeah, and Josh. Later. And yeah, have a good night. <laughs> Bye-bye. We out. We out. Cool, 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 cool. cool, cool.